Hello and welcome back to my podcast, Why Me? I'm your host, Jake. In this episode, I continue to talk about happiness. Listen to this episode if you want to learn how happiness can come from caring about the happiness of others and from letting go of what people think about you. Enjoy. Hello and welcome back. Today I'm going to be talking, continuing from the last episode on happiness. And then I'm going to do one or two episodes on meaning and then compare the two of them as goals that we should be striving for. In terms of structure, I've, I believe I've said it before, but I'm going to be posting every Wednesday and I'm going to alternate between topics and interviews. So the topics, as, as this one does, can build on each other, but the topics won't happen, I guess, every, they'll happen every two weeks or every other week. I hope that makes sense. Um, I also realized that last two weeks ago, I asked for people to reach out about thoughts or ideas about happiness, but didn't leave the information, which is my fault. Um, So if you have any ideas or would like to reach out to me, please go to the Facebook page. It's why me question mark. And you can send me a message from that. Alternatively, you can also send me an email. And my email is jakebradshaw.contact at gmail.com. Pretty, pretty unique and creative email address, if I may say so myself. And I'm also hoping to get an Instagram page. I'm still trying to figure that out. I, I'm not really a pro on Instagram. I feel kind of old admitting that. But anyway... That's that's besides the point. Okay, so first off, I'm going to just finish off some of the takeaways from Hector and the search for happiness. So another lesson that Hector learns is that for some people, happiness is something that they strive to achieve in the future. So this part in the book, Hector meets a banker who was working hard now, 100 hours a week, trying to make as much money as he can. And his goal is to be happy in the future, but he's sacrificing himself and his happiness now to be happy in the future. And through this, he also thinks that acquiring money, more money, and power will make him happy at some point in his life. I think also for university students, we often think that success is, I put success in quotation marks because who knows what success really means, but is based on money and power. And so we look forward to getting into the workforce because then we can, you know, finally make money and become more powerful and successful and finally be happy. But I don't know, I I just don't really buy into this and don't really believe that this money and power and success is really going to make us happy. I mean, obviously you need a certain level of money and you don't want to be worrying about it all the time, but... I think that a lot of us at university, if that's our ultimate goal is to enter the workforce, you know, we may end up doing that and then reflect back on our university experience and say, oh, I wish that I had taken more time to spend time with the people that I really care about. I also think it's really interesting to note that a lot of people who end up making a lot of money and in our eyes become really successful, I think that once they 
get to a certain point where they have so much money they don't know what to do with it, they kind of change their goal and perspective and they either start giving money away to charity or setting up a foundation or that kind of thing because I feel that once you get to a certain point, you realize that money doesn't bring happiness and so it's almost a reversal. They spend more time with their family and friends and I don't know, I just find that interesting. But then there's the people who never reach that level of having so much money they don't know what to do with and so they're always thinking that money will lead to this whole happiness and at the same time they may be missing out on the things that truly can make us happy so I don't know if that yeah I think that I think that makes sense but anyway kind of connected to that another lesson that Hector learns is that happiness is doing a job you love and he meets a lot of people on his journey who are doing a job that they really enjoy and other people who are doing a job that they really don't enjoy and you know he finds not surprising that people who enjoy their job were a lot happier than those who didn't and again as I said before is this seems quite obvious but often we prioritize money over doing a job that we love and it's kind of this this question that I think about a lot is, is it better to work in a job that you don't like but you make a lot of money and then use your time outside of the job to do something that you're really passionate about? Or is it better to find a job that you're really passionate about and really enjoy where you don't make enough money? You know, which one is better? And it seems that, to me at least, both of them have their flaws and... I think that, I don't know, I think that it's about finding something in between. I, I, I think it all depends on who you are as a person as well, but we spend a lot of our waking life working, and so I feel that if you don't like your job, then that could really be a source of unhappiness if you're doing it so often. Another lesson that Hector learns is that Happiness is caring about the happiness of those you love. And another sub-lesson or one that I found that was connected to that is that happiness means making sure that those around you are happy. And so that's... So what... (laughs) So happiness comes from wishing those you love to be happy, but also from other people, friends, family, or maybe people that you're not as connected with for them also to be happy. I think that this is a really interesting lesson as well because it goes to show that, well, at least Hector in this book's perspective is that trying to pursue happiness yourself doesn't lead to happiness, but trying to make other people happy leads to happiness. So it's this interesting dichotomy. I keep wanting to say that. I'm pretty sure, I think it means opposing forces. So... Let's hope it does. It makes me sound a lot smarter than I am. But so, yeah, I I think that it's this interesting, these two areas, ideas that seem opposite to each other. You know, a lot of us, and there's a ton of books out there too, saying, how do you make yourself happy? But you're going to fall short if you, this whole idea is that you're going to fall short 
of happiness if you strive for your own personal happiness. And this reminded me of a quote that I've come across a couple of times. I'm not sure where it's from. I think it's it's from a, a Buddhist monk. And he said, All the suffering there is in the world arises from wishing ourselves to be happy. All the happiness there is in the world arises from wishing others to be happy. I believe I actually quoted this in the Buddhism episode as well. But just going off of that, it's, it's a really interesting perspective and you know the whole idea that making other people happy and striving to make other people happy can really bring us a sense of of joy as well another lesson that Hector learns is he's on a beach one day and he notices that the sun and sea make everyone happy and I talked about this as another lesson in the in the first episode on happiness but Again, being on a beach, being in nature, to me is very relaxing and makes me happy. And it may not be the same for you, but often it can give us a break from what is going on in our lives to realize everything else that is going on in the world and help to put things into perspective. Another, another lesson that Hector learns is happiness is not attaching too much importance to what others think. This is something that I really believe in, but it is something that's really hard to do. And the problem is, is that there's always going to be someone out there who thinks you aren't doing a good job, doesn't like who you are, doesn't like what you do, or thinks negatively of you. And it's hard because we cannot control what other people think. And if we're always worrying about it and trying to make other people think highly of us, it will drive us crazy. And because of this, it's often scary to put ourselves out there and have the have other and what am I trying to say? Put yourself out there and give other people the opportunity to disagree with you, criticize you, or think negatively of you, such as starting a podcast <laughs> or I can't think of anything else. Speaking up about mental health, speaking up about something you're interested in, or anything like that. And especially at university, we are always surrounded by other people, and it's really hard to do things because you want to, instead of thinking about what other people are going to think about you. So I just think it's a good thing to be aware of. And if you notice that you're not doing something because you, you think that other people may think negatively of, you, negatively of you, my suggestion is just to to do it anyway, because not everyone is going to like you. It's really hard, though. I mean, I have a hard time with that. You know, if, if someone has a problem with me, it, it's, it's, it's really hard. So... I don't think that you can just stop this inclination to care about what other people think of you, because I think that to some degree we always will, but I think just being aware of it when you're focusing on it too much, maybe. Another lesson that Hector learns, which also kind of ties into this, I think, is rivalry poisons happiness. And so when we're comparing ourselves to others, it doesn't make us happy. And again, this one's pretty obvious, but it's something that we do a lot. I believe, 
And the reality is, is that there's always going to be someone out there who has more than us, more money, power, success, seems to be more happy. And the same thing when thinking about what other people think of you, if you're always striving to be better than someone, you're always going to be disappointed. And as I said, especially at university, there's always going to be someone who is better than you in some way. And similar to the last lesson, I don't think that we can ever stop this inclination to not compare ourselves to others because I believe that it's in human nature and it's something that's just ingrained within us. But again, just being aware of it when you're maybe doing it too much and, and taking a step back and saying, okay, you know, is this really what I want? Am I really happy with this? That kind of thing. So that concludes the lessons that I got from Hector and the Search for Happiness. It's a really great book and it's it's super easy to read. Very, it uses very, I don't know, almost childlike, simple language. It's hard to explain, but it's a really great book and I highly encourage you to read it. So next I'm going to talk about just a couple of quick quotes that I found in different books. Both of the books actually had to do with meaning and so I think it's important to acknowledge too that they may be biased. Well, they, they will be biased towards meaning obviously and away from happiness, but they, they did make good points about happiness, which I wanted to point out and then I'm going to wrap up. So the first one was from Man's Search for Meaning, which I'm going to talk more in the next episode, but the quote was, happiness cannot be pursued, it must ensue. One must have a reason to be happy. If you want anyone to laugh, you have to provide them with a reason by telling a joke. It is not possible to evoke real laughter by telling someone to laugh. I just thought that this was a really good explanation of what happiness is and and how to describe it more as an emotion as opposed to uh, a goal and something that we can just achieve whenever we want because I think a lot of us are thinking I want to be happy and you know why am I not happy and it's a it's just a really good I'm not sure I may mean it's not an analogy an example that he uses saying that you can't just tell someone to laugh it and make them laugh that's not how laughter works and his point is that that's not really how happiness works either so the whole thing is you need a reason to be happy. You can't just wake up one day and say, I'm happy. You know, it's it's always, I'm happy because of this. Because it's it's an emotion, really, that has to come from somewhere. So that's that's from the man's search for meaning. And again, take it with a grain of salt because it is a book about meaning. So then there's two quotes from The Power of Meaning, which is another book clearly also about meaning. Um, The first quote is, those only are happy who have their minds fixed on some object rather than their own happiness, such as the happiness of others, the improvement of mankind, or some art or pursuit. So again, we see this example as before, is that wishing for other people to be happy can lead to our own happiness. And again, this idea that happiness comes from having a goal and, and and having a goal that isn't happiness. So having a goal of the happiness of others or the improvement of mankind, but it can even be something a lot more simple, such as 
you know, maybe it's, you know, getting a, a goal in soccer that makes you really happy. But again, you're, the goal isn't happiness. The goal is getting a goal in soccer. And that's how happiness will ensue. But if your goal is to be happy, the argument that this, that this quote is saying is that that's not going to make you happy. And another quote is, happiness is seen as pleasure that is self-absorbed and short-term. Again, I, I, I have to admit that this is, this is obviously, t- take this with a grain of salt. Um, but I think that it's an interesting thing to think about as happiness is a type of mood and, and a, a short-term mood. And we can't really be happy all the time. And I don't think that's what people should really be striving for. And so this this book, which I'll talk about more in on the episodes on meaning, just sees happiness as a short-term emotion, but it argues that it is not something that is sustainable. So that kind of wraps up my the segment on happiness. I've read a lot more books on meaning, I would say, than happiness, but with my limited knowledge of self-help books on happiness, I think I'll still be able to make a comparison because I think that Hector and the Search for Happiness gives a really good foundation of what happiness is. There are a ton of self-help books out there on happiness and there is this ongoing debate about whether happiness or meaning is a good goal to strive for, whether they're even comparable. And so I hope to read a couple more self-help books in the future and see what they have to say and do a better comparison. But for the time being, I acknowledge that I have not read a lot of good self-help books on happiness. If you have any good suggestions, I would love to hear them. Um, So yeah, that wraps up this episode. Thank you for listening. This podcast is produced in collaboration with CFRC.ca in Kingston, Ontario. CFRC is located on traditional Anishinaabe and Haudenosaunee territory. Infrastructure support for the CFRC podcast project is provided by the Queen's University Faculty of Engineering and Applied Science. For more information or to get involved in podcasting, visit podcasts.cfrc.ca.